Kumlen Ablat Gemara. Today is Rosh Hashanah of Chassidus Yitzchak Kislev. We jump to everybody, and we are in the Memtes Amar Al Masech Nedarim. The Gemara covers every possible subject, and today we're going to learn a little table etiquette as well. We already had some in Brachas, and we'll have some today. So now we're talking about continuing the subject of the Dorim, but now we're talking about when people use their vernacular, how do we understand what they're saying? <clears throat> when people use words. Sometimes they use it loosely, sometimes they mean exactly what it says. So um, the Mishnah says, Somebody says he makes a nether, I will not eat cooked items. Cooked. Is He's permitted to eat something which is grilled, roasted, and shaluk. Shaluk is machlekes hashenu, which means stew, because stew is not considered cooked. Or others say the Quran that shaluk means undercooked, semi-cooked. Both of them are not really considered mevushal cooked. Uh, that's case number one. Case number two. Omar, he said, koinim, I will be, forbid for myself tafshil. He said the word tafshil. He didn't say mevushal cooked, but he said tafshil. Tafshil is a cooked item. She'eni time, that I will not taste it. And by adding the word not tasting it, you would think that it covers everything. Yet, we'll say no. It's, again, it's very descriptive. Also, the maise kadeira rach. You're not allowed to eat any food which is, has liquid in it, cooked with liquid. But a food that's cooked that is um, dry, which... Um, like you know, wheat or something, uh, so like a, a porridge, maybe even a rice, things which are not liquid, then uh, you're permitted because that you wouldn't describe it as a tough shill. Umuta, you permitted to eat a bayer turmuta and a delas hermutza. These are two items which are unique. And the Gemara will talk about it where you cook something a thousand times, as we'll see in the Gemara later. In case number three. He says he will remove himself from, he will not eat activities of a pot versus a frying pan. And what is forbidden? Only things which are, which are cooked only in the pot. Now, things which you start of cooking in the pot, like maybe to soften it up a bit, and then afterwards you put it into a frying pan or into an oven. No, maisekadeda means something from the beginning to the end is cooked in a pot. Omar, he says, case number four, if he says anything which enters a pot, even though later on you move it to a frying pan or something else, it's still included in the Isa. Tanya, we learned in a Bryce, which the Bryce to argue with Amish. He says, if you say, it includes also totally. I have no necessary proof. I have some kind of a, an allusion to it. It says in Pesach, the Pesach says in Tanakh, they cooked the Pesach in fire, like what you're supposed to do. And it says, and we know what is it? It's, it has to be roasted. So we see that Bishop does cover roast. All the Achreinim ask, why do you bring this, everybody else, why do you bring this Pesach? Bring the Torah. Say this is you should cook the goodbye, you should cook the carbon pesach. Why bring a possibly by yummy? All kinds of answers. But the simple answer is it says in the Pasik Boesh, Vaivashla Pesach Boesh, it clearly spells it out. In the same word Vaivashlu, it's not just because we have to go reference back to how the you know the method, how it's done. See right in the Pasik. <clears throat> it's it's directly on the fire and it calls it Vaivash. So different says it's so <clears throat> 
Kemishpat. So why is it only an island? An island is echad of it from first pasuk. Says by Yevashlu, but Eish, clear that Tzoli is included. So why is Yevashlu ain Raiyel Davos echad of it? Because it adds one more word, Kemishpat. It says in Divayam, like the rules are. So you go back to the Mishpat, they're Tzoli. So maybe you can argue when that the Bishul could mean both. But to use it stam, then means maybe it's only cooking, not roasting. Here, because it says kamishpot, so we know, ah, over here we expand um, um, cooking to include something. So it's not a raya, but it's a eich for it is, because it uses the word, the word by Vashlu and by eish. So lame, what's going on here, but the crux of the argument follows. We look at the lush of the tater. And Tan Dilan Savan, our Tan holds, look how people talk. You bring that Pasak out, you have a head and a hint. The fact is, when people speak, sometimes we have the we have expression, the third also adapts the way people you know, speak in the vernacular. But because when people say Bishul, they mean. Only Bishul, not Tzoli. The Teda may be in Tanakh, maybe Bishul means Tzoli, but not, not when people speak. So our mission holds you look at Lashem Yodim, Rabbi Yishir holds you go Lashem That's what we think. But you want to learn now. Kuli Alma ben Adonim Halech HaKosh Yodim. Everyone agrees you got Lashem Yodim. Marki Asrei or Marki Asrei. But each place, people talk different, different dialects, different ways of expressing themselves. But Asa, the Tzoli, the Lashem Yodim, the Tzoli, the Tzoli, the Tzoli, or the Lashem Yodim, the Lashem Yodim. By us, we're very specific. So Tzoli means Tzoli and Bushel Bushel. And by Asabiyesha, I feel it's Tzoli called him a Bushel. But in Asabiyesha's region, Tzoli is called a Bushel as well. I have a Korah, and I'll say, I brought a Pasuk, Difficult to understand the question of Korah, and I'll say, when he started off saying, what's the most question? I mean, even a Zeich has fought something. So it seems from him to come out of here, not that I saw him a question saying it, there are three levels. There's a Mkhuzharai in the Pasuk, there's a Zeich, and then a smachta. Smachta is even one step lower. Because there is a machlek is the ritma and the rambam in Rosh Hashanah. How do we understand the idea of a smachta, the concept of a smachta? The, the, the rambam says a smachta was purely for, the, for them to be able to remember. The halacha, so you have to always anchor it on the Pasuk and Tanakh. If that's not a smachta, it's not even a zeichen. A zeichen for, you know, in the Pasuk, it seems to be saying that, implying that. A smachta means really it's only unrelated. But we use it because somehow, again, to trigger so that so then it seems that that's what we're saying right here. It's not even a zeichid; it's only in a smacht. I'm saying the ritva holds that a smacht is very strong, but, um, but in this case here, we're talking about a smacht of nachin. It's a little bit hard to understand. In halacha basa b'cholav, we have a whole machlek as they were that bishul basa b'cholav kotezel so vashlos include soli or not doesn't include soli, and uh, doesn't include afia in in the isur basa b'cholav, but. There's another machlek is in, in halacha. What happens if you speak in Hebrew? Now we all speak the Shani say, we all speak the local dialects. So we speak the local dialects. What do we mean when we say this? this? What happens if you actually use the word of Lashon Kaidish? Are you then bound by what it says in the Psukim? Or even then do we say, you have Lashon Manel? And then about a Shabbat, I say, Vrit is not Lashon Kaidish. And there's um, a famous letter. That's not an issue. Because of course, he's speaking the Vrit, there's nothing. But if he spoke in Lashon Kaidish and he used these words, what would it then be then? Okay, that's the Gemara. Next piece, Gemara. Kainim Tavshil. I banned this Tavshil, and then we say it only concludes Maisa Kededa. That's Rach. Only cooked food that is tender. Says the Gemara. Well, Metavshil knows that he said anything cooked. Why limited? Um, why limited? 
does the Gemara. In other words, it seems, I don't care what, thick or thin. If you need to you eat it together with bread, you need to pour it with bread. No, something which is liquidy, it would use bread as a spoon and eat it with bread. But something which is like bread, no, eat itself can stand alone. You can eat it on its own. And when you eat bread, that's not called a tafshul. Because Tanya, I prove your life from a braisa, it says, I know you're not tafshul. Also, become a tafshul, any kind of tafshul. Also, but solely with shalok is also forbidden. But solely with shalok. Umevushul forbidden also. It's only b'shalok mevushul. That's much many of them. But also bihitri is rakis. It's also forbidden in, in tender, like um, wheat, but tender, which watery. Shahachoylin oichlin behen pita because sick people eat it with bread. So we see clearly me what's the description of uh, of, um, of of rakis that it's eaten with bread. That's what the tafshul is. Aini <clears throat> says it's not so. Um, he was sick. A doctor came in last year to, to cure him. He saw that he had the gourds, gourds, which is like a squash, you know, the family of a pumpkin, zucchini, all that kind of stuff. The machas base that was lying there in his house. Shafke, he immediately walked out. He left him alone. He walked out. But he said, Malach, Moshe, Eastly, London base. The Malach Amovis is in his house. I'm not Ela Soya. What am I going to try to treat him for when the Malachim is in his house? Eating zucchini, pumpkin, they're killers. So the Chayda we see from here what? So you see, we see that what you said, Hitrius is all right. Hitrius, so Hitrius is also that that same family, and here it says that it's no good. So the Gemara like Kashi again. If it's tender, then it's good. And if it's if it's not tender, if it's dry, it's no good. Rava Barula Omar. Rava Ula says, in the squash itself. There's a difference if you eat the outside or if you eat the very inside, the seeds and everything else. And uh, the inside is very good and the outside is not so good. <clears throat> so you want to read said, the inside of the squash. To eat it together with beetroots is fantastic. Interesting combination. And Luliva de Kisna and the inside of flax, the kutcha, you can turn it into kutach, into that sound of the moldy bread and everything else. Now let tell this to an amoritz. Now, why can't you tell this to an amoritz? Because if you tell an amoritz, they're going to take all the flax and they're going to wait, it won't wait till it matures so we can use it for clothing. They're going to take it to eat it because it's supposed to be good for you. But Rashi says a fascinating thing. Rashi says, hey, let's just look at Rashi here. Rashi here, it's about six lines on the bottom of the page. Rashi says, you know, I'll say this to the So first he says, as you look, it says, because it's beneficial, it's therapeutic. You're not allowed to give any positive advice to Amaratsima. So Amaratsim does not mean what we think in Amaratsim is like a Ramis. We had it where Psachim knew that from Tesla, Amaratsim, they used to say that if we, Makiva said when he was an Amaratsim, he had, if he can get his hands on Tamil Chacham, he would rip him apart, eat him like a fish. So um, we're talking about Amaratsim had a antipathy towards Tamil Chacham. So we shouldn't in any way give them positive advice. Others say that the, the third shot is 
that because of the moment it's nuanced, this is good for you, but this is bad for you. You can't tell them because they don't follow the specifics. They can eat the wrong thing, and then they're going to blame the Tamil You gave us bad advice because you told us good for us, and I ate, you know, I ate this whole pumpkin, and and, and it killed me. So um, that's why, because uh, they, they're not going to follow the rules exactly the way you meant. You know, they don't look at the instruction manual when they buy a product. They throw it away and they use it, and then they say, why, why did it break? Says the Gemara, Rava, my Rava says another thing. He says, Man, the two kinds of sick people that are regular sick people. And then there is, and you're wondering why, you know, we're saying we have sick people who eat this squash, and then another place says it's bad for you. So we gave the answer, it depends what part of the squash, it depends what. So he says, No, you know, if it's tender, not tender, or the inside, outside, he says, The two kinds of sick people. There are people who are actually sick. And then man Rabban. Here we're talking about the rabbis. The rabbis who genuinely were not strong. The constitution was not very strong. Because the weakens a person. And therefore, that's what we mean when we say that that um, that they eat it with bread, even though it's bad for, for real sick people, but for them it's good. Robert Tamei, Robert's consistent with you. Robert, Robert, Robert said, when Rosh Hashanah is, is Rosh Hashanah, Rabbi Yehsi says Rosh Hashanah, Adam Midin B'chol Yom, and the others say, you know, only Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, so Kemah Matzlin, and who do we daven today, every single day, Reif Echel Ha'am Yisrael, Al Ketzili, and those who are sick, but Al Meri, and those who feel bad. Now, who's in Meri, if, if, if sick people are only one kind of sick people, then who's the second one? Kemah, Ke Rabbi Yehsi, we follow Rabbi Yehsi, he says, Adam Midin B'chol Yom, but Amak Ketzili, Umeri, there's another category of people called Mari who feel bad. Those are really sick. And Mari other Rabbanon who generally feel weak, uh, who feel weak. Um, so, uh, what do you call it? So, how come Taka, since the Halach is with Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, so how come we daven today, or all the opinions we had in the Fazai and Rosh Hashanah, why do we daven today for Enu? So all the show you deal with that. Benatam wants to say there's a difference between preventing from becoming sick or once you're sick to get healed. According to the Rabbi Hudan you cannot daven, I don't want to become sick because that's Jodhan Hashanah, whatever it is, it is. But once you got sick, you can daven because the, the Xayda, whatever this means, the Xayda was to become sick. But there's no Xayda in how long you should be sick for. It's up to you now. You have a doctor, you don't get a doctor. You daven, you do tshuva. So the Mela, the Fa'enu is, once you're sick, how to cure yourself from that sickness. That's how the main time answers. Others answer, you daven betzibur, so that you can, or Rabbi Bishchik says, you can always turn everything around if you scream out, if you, you know, you, if you push, even according to Rabbi Yudamel, and you can still change your affairs. Second word of of they eat bread with bread because they would eat this dry like grains or porridge whatever it is and use your bread they're both more or less the same thing so we see from here that clearly that in bubble it's included in a tafshil, because we eat bread with bread, but in that, so they don't eat bread with bread. So for them, when you say tafshil, you don't mean, you mean only the rach. We once asked these people from Hutso who were very medactic and everything, or Nakroni who were very uh, clean. No, people who had etiquette. 
and we asked them, tell me, Hodin Daisa, this Daisa, this, you know, these like porridge, Hechen Mala Lemichle, what's the best way to eat it? You should eat, let's say you're eating this porridge made out of wheat. So we should eat bread made out of wheat. With the side, if you eat porridge made out of barley, the side of bread made out of barley, I deal with the chiti, the side of chiti. Bread, you know, wheat with barley and barley with wheat. Rava, Rava used to eat achle bechasisa. He would eat it with the flour of toasted wheat. So he ate wheat with wheat, but he ate the flour of toasted wheat. Rabbi Rabbi asked Rabbi 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 the whole again, sometimes you go to these Rebbe's tissue, you see that on Friday night they eat the filter fish, tafke with the hands, because the Mavara all the Nutsutsis and the Shamas, the Gulen, tafke with your hands. Maybe that's what I've meant over here also. Bosom uh, is good, not for you, but good for the for the Nutsutsis that you're being mild. The whole decay, the tartan, the whole decay, the two fingers is better, three fingers even better, not just one finger. So we had a number of times occasionally Gemara where Rabbi trained his son Rabbi, um, Rabbi trained his son Rabbi, and and Rav his son Rabbi. So Rav once told his son Rabbi, if they invite you to eat porridge at Parsa, you should walk up to Parsa because it's good for you. They invite you to eat a piece of sheep flesh, the tutor from beef at Losa Parsa. Walk up to three Parsa because even better. If you ate something that you don't really like, don't spit it out in front of your teacher. I'll spit my teacher. Except if you eat from this um, squash or dice of porridge. If you eat it and you want to spit it out, spit it out. It doesn't matter who you're standing in front of. It's like lead that you swallowed. from the king. Spit it out in front of him. Your life comes first. Because it's very hard to digest. Rabbi Yisab Yehuda, the Chadach of Daisa, but it's one of them eating with a finger Daisa. This is very interesting. Rabbi Yisab Yehuda had a thing. Daisa is bad. He's saying that Daisa can be bad. You've seen it more in a minute. Rabbi Yisab Yehuda, Rabbi Yisab Yehuda, Chadach of Daisa, but one of them ate Daisa, this porridge with his fingers. And the Chadach of Yehuda, one ate with a spoon made out of wood. So we had a machlek, what's better to eat with fingers or with wood? Or with a spoon. The one who is eating with a spoon. We don't know who said what or who did what. He said to the one who's eating with his fingers, because we're eating from the same, we're sharing a, a plate. You're putting your fingers in there all the time and you have dirt between your nails and it's coming off while eating. I have to get, eat your dirt between your nails. So the one with the figure said to the one who's with a spoon, every time you put the spoon in your mouth, your saliva goes out, you put it back into the food. So if you put his fingers, so the Ran says, when they put the fingers, they used to wipe the fingers every time before they put it back in. Fair enough. But the spoon, so the question is, what's better to do with the fingers, with your hands, or with cutlery? So you get all the, everything in the Gemara is covered. Rabbi Yehuda, we'll see the Gemara, we'll see the Gemara, so Rabbi Yehuda is a very poor person. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, 
Isaac Kamai Blusman, they brought before them some kind of a fig that was very difficult to digest. It wasn't fully ripe. Take a long time to go to you know, digest and go through the system. That's why I eat it. A beautiful thing later was very poor. So if he ate that, then it was very cheap. It hung around for a while. So therefore, so therefore he wouldn't be hungry. You look, your face is shining, there's a halo. Yesterday, your servants, Rabbi Tav was very rich, went out to the field. They they brought a tardin, beetroot. We ate them below melech. We couldn't afford, we had no salt. I would eat the beetroot. Our face would have been shining. Now, the real reason why his face was shining, as he might say, is because of Tamil Chacham, his face, you know, Chacham was Adam, is made upon him. And but you have time from his Rebbe, so he said in a very able way, it was because of food. You don't want to say because I learned, you know, so how because you learned. He said, because I ate this. Amrahim, the same question was asked by Amatunisa, the Senate, the, this, uh, op, uh, this uh, um, uh, aristocrat, you're a poisek, you're paskin, and you, you're drunk because his face was like beaming. Trust me. I swear in the, in the life of this woman, I ate. The only time I drink wine is for Kiddush and Havdalah and four cups of Pesach. And I have to wrap around my, my forehead between Pesach and Shur because I get such headaches from drinking wine. In Shukhanarach, it brings down from here, based on the Bayhater, it brings based on this, that even if you have a headache from drinking wine, you have to drink. It does not bring regarding Kiddush and Havadola. And interesting, it doesn't quote this Gemara here, quote Shami, which would tell us either they didn't have this gifts here at all, or because it says a Kiddush and Havadola, we don't pass this with a Kiddush and Havadola. So therefore, we bring the Shami. Now, the question is if, if wine causes them to get such headaches, so how come between Pesach and Shuvah lasts for seven weeks? So what about between Friday and Friday? It would have a whole year, we'd have to have a wrap uh, of, you know. That thing around there wrapped around his head. So obviously, Kish Abdullah, you only have to be time. He didn't drink rave kais. He was time, maybe someone else drank it. But the Arab kais, you have to drink rave kais, and therefore he had no choice, and that caused them massive headaches. Big Machlek is not chareinim. If you cannot drink wine, but you force yourself to, because it says in Shulamach you have to, you make a bracha by priyagafin, because generally in bichel bichlanen it says that if if um, if, uh, if if it's mazik you, you don't make a bracha. But here, because of a mitzvah, what happens then? The Gemara says here that the real reason is because but he answered in Matronisa, you know, in, 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 in her way as well, I never drink wine. But also you see he drank wine for Abdullah, which we learned in Arab Sakh, it was no problem. You can have beer, you can have other drinks. But no, he Dafka wanted wine, even though it caused him massive headaches. Who was just antagonizing? Said, your face looks like either You look like one of these rich people here that do nothing. They sit there and count the dollar bills. Either you lend an interest or you raise a pig, which is a good business to be in. And um, and and obviously that's why you look so happy. And obviously you can't do. You know that by us both both. Um, both of these businesses are forbidden. Between my house and the base of Medrash are 24 bathrooms. 
Bechol Shor Bechor, and he says, Bechol Echav Echad, every hour I visit every single time. So obviously he was mocking this, uh, but we had the Gemara Shabbos, that who's considered an usher, a rich person, somebody has an Angitin, somebody has a bathroom next to his table. Rabbi now Gemara can describe how poor Rabbi Yudah is, and that's why he ate those figs, even though they're not mature, and he, but it lasts a few days, and for him it was good. When he went to Beisam Medesh, he would put on this, this mantle around his uh, shoulder. Sorry, he would take this barrel. Before we get to that, he went to Beisam Medesh, he would take a barrel, carry on his shoulder. Now, we, we had the Gemara that a Talmud Chacham or, or, a, big, uh, or a, a, a big rabbi should not do any malach in public front of any people, and he walked around carrying a barrel on his shoulder. This malach is great because it gives cover to the owner. In other words, I'm going to use this to sit in, in, in Beis Medesh. I'm going to sit on the floor. Others want to say that the fact that they see the rabbi walking and working, that in itself is the cover. That he doesn't only take from the way that Rambam learns that, uh, that you shouldn't just live off the, the largest of the community. You should, you should work for yourself as well. And um, and there in the Rambam, they would touch Mechadet Bailiz, the very fact that he walked outside. And that which the says that you shouldn't go outside Patrick Gemara says that you, that a time of shouldn't work. It's talking about only the Nasi Hadorim, somebody that uh, we learn God Echo, that everybody has a duty and responsibility to make sure he has a good parnasa that he doesn't have to work so he can focus on his career. Rabshim Rishim is shakot son like Rabshim would take a basket on his shoulder. Amar he said Gedolim Alachim Chavda Bailus. Say the same thing. That work that this this work is the Tzaydech Mitzvah. According to those who say like Rashi says that every time a chacham shouldn't be working, not like the Rambam. So what it means over here is, over here is you're doing it in order to learn. You're doing it for the sake of the mitzvah, then you love it. Um, the wife of Rabbi Yehuda, Nafka, she once went out, knocked at Amra, she bought some, she got some wool. Of the Gulima, the Hutu made, made it for the, relative to their status, she made a nice little mantle. And they, she and her husband shared that coat. When she would go to the market, she would cover herself with it. And Abi Yehuda went to Davin and have a mechase, and he would cover umas and Davin. And when he would cover it, he made a bracha, baruch shateni mi'il. Now, two big machlekes and based on this Gemara, I'll just show you a little stories in the Gemara. Number one is, how can he and his wife share one coat? What about the silver? A man is not aware of women's clothing, women is not aware of man's clothing. So based on this, some, they want to say, or some of the shodim want to say, in halacha as well, that uh, when we say you're not aware of man's clothing or a man's woman's clothing, if it's that this is dedicated for a man or dedicated for a woman, but if it's a uh, non-generic, then there's no problem. Even if even if a woman wore it, there's no problem because you know your wife wore it, the husband's wear. <clears throat> Others disagree and have other there. And this is only a coat; it's an outer thing. It's not a, a, a shirt or pants or you know something like clothes that hugs to your body. The uh, other machlek is here by making a bracha. The rush brings from here a raya that when you buy new clothes, you have to make shechayonu. Others say, what raya you bring from here shechayonu when the bracha you're making here is mal b'sharumim. In other words, it's not shechayonu. The others want to bring a raya. The hichitanas want to bring a raya from here that every time you buy a new coat, you have to make a bracha mal b'sharumim at least. Because, um, and and um, and others say here is different because for them, this is like very expensive. Remember, they're extremely poor. As we'll see, they shared one coat. Um, further, they told Rabbi don't be upset why he didn't come and join you for the fast day. He doesn't have his coat. His wife must be wearing it today. He went somewhere else. Shadulik, the Mishnah heard how poor he was. 
This is a Yehuda, the talent that we find all over Shas. Imagine he had nothing. Couldn't even afford to go to join his Chavayim because he didn't have a coat. But like Kabil, so Shimon and Gamil sent him a, coat, a garment so he can come and join them, and he refused to accept it. So Lechayr Shingul will be very offended. So Doli Tziftahir, he picked up a mat, and the Amalei Lashluch, and he showed the Shliach, Chazi Ma'ika. You see what's underneath here? And the Rishayim say there's a whole pile of gold coins. I don't have any hanma from Olam Hasas. I'm not going to touch it. I have no problem with getting money. So thank you very much. I don't have any benefits from another person, so I don't want this coat either. Yeah, unless. And you don't want to use it, like the story of Rabbi Shemir with his Talmud. Okay, we'll continue tomorrow with the story of Rabbi Akiva.